Hey, what's up, good people? You are tuned into another episode of Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast, and I am your host, Aaron. And guess what, guys? I'm flying solo today. Now, I hadn't done an episode like this in a couple of months where it's just been a one-on-one with me and you, but because this is the month of August and my birthday is this month, I decided to do the Aaron August Takeover. So I have some other podcast episodes in the can. Thankful and luckily for me, they're evergreen podcasts, so I can I can put them up anytime, right? And so I just decided to come to you as I am and just take a moment for us to get to know each other just a little better. Generally, you hear me on the podcast talking to a dad sitting across from a father who has done something pretty awesome or amazing or who's just doing their part every day or doing our part every day. Hence, dope. Fatherhood is dope, right? But I know in order for you all to keep coming back and you know, and I want you all to continue to come back. So I just want to kind of bring you into my space and how I father. And so kind of want to catch you all up on a few things that's happening with me, uh, especially over the summer. I think I'm going to name this episode how to be a dad in the summertime, because if you are like me, uh, I'm a summer baby. And so the summer, like that's my season, like August is officially my new year. I know I roll in with everybody else with the fiscal year in January 1 to December 31st and I do all that good stuff and I celebrate and bring it in like the rest of y'all but for me August leading up to my birthday is the beginning of the year for me in terms of real goal setting and um, you know just working to be a better version of myself right and I'm sure many of y'all can relate especially the Leos out there all right so taking a little sip there um so yeah it's just going to be me this episode so i just kind of want to get into a few things first of all you all know that i have the podcast right fatherhood is dope but you all know that the podcast is really a spinoff from fatherhood is dope the blog so i want to encourage you to go to the blog post i just put up a new blog on august the third talking about uh, journey and I, I hadn't written about us in a couple of months and I don't know how time just went by like that I guess I've just been so focused on putting the podcast out that I hadn't had the opportunity to really like just sit down and blog and so um, my wife took a picture the other day of journey and I sitting in the trunk of my car my SUV and I was really inspired by the picture and I thought about the actual scenario the situation that was happening and so i just decided to write something real quick to just encourage um encourage dads and my whole spiel is always about giving perspective so go and check out the blog i named it find your way back and um (laughs) if you ever follow me on instagram not my fatherhood is dope instagram page i just post stuff on there that is specifically related to the fatherhood is dope brand but if you follow me on my personal instagram page like aaron t mcgee then you know i'm a little bit more liberal in terms of what i post uh because i'm just it's just me it's personal so i post fatherhood stuff but i just post my day-to-day life my workouts what i'm eating all of that jazz and i just like to engage with my friends and my ig family in that way in that capacity right so if you follow me on instagram on my personal page you will understand why i named this blog find your way back 
Yes, we know that the Lion King film, the movie, the remake, just dropped, I think, July 19th. And so, but more importantly, the album, um, not the official soundtrack, but The Lion King, The Gift, which is the album that Beyonce produced, it, it's been on like, it dropped this summer too, right? Okay, so it's been on constant repeat in my car. Um, because, well, first of all, I love the album. I, I can't even lie. The original Lion King soundtrack is like one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. And then we get the gift from Beyonce. And the reason I like it so much is because it's just rooted in like this African vibe. Like the drums, the rhythms are both o- overt and and then they're, then they're subtle at the same time. And so there's just this this vibe that you just don't get. In, in pop culture and so Beyonce has brought us the gift the Lion King so the album has been on repeat in my car and more importantly my daughter journey loves this album her favorite song off the track is spirit which is like literally the last song of the album and if you're like me you can't listen to the album on skip you know you have to listen to it through and through so we listen to the entire album all the time just to get to her song spirit but I named this blog post Find Your Way Back, which is like song number three or four on the soundtrack. Um, and this in this track, Beyonce is talking about uh, how her dad basically introduced her to this to this big, big world. And she starts the, the song off. It's really a story talking about how her daddy used to take her um, out and say, follow me. And then he's he basically he's telling her he's showing her the way of the world. But originally he was walking her back. And then after a while, he realized or she realized that he was like, hey, you're a big girl now. I'm going to show you the world. But when it comes to like home, you have to find your way back. And that song really resonates with me as a dad, as a father, thinking about all of the things that I'm responsible for doing uh, to my daughter or exposing her to, I should say, exposing her to this world, but also instilling things in her, be it her faith, her confidence, her boldness, um, un- uncovering and help her discover her talents and her purpose in this world. But in doing all of that with the confidence that she will remain rooted in the things that her mom and I teach her, i.e. finding her way back to herself, always remembering who she is, what her purpose is as she goes out into this big, big world. So I know that was all deep and extra, but that's kind of my takeaway from the song. And so as I wrote that blog post that I'm not going to even tell you about, I'm not going to get into the blog post. I told you the name of it, but you'll have to read the blog post to kind of get the gist of where I was heading with that. And I think it's pretty cool. It's just a quick, easy read. It gives some perspectives and you all will help me get my numbers up. So go to fatherhoodisdope.com. Read the blog. It'll literally take you like three minutes, y'all. Like it's not that deep. And it's three minutes for the slow readers. Okay. All right. So check that out. Um, And then secondly, you all know that. I have been doing well you I think you should know because I mentioned it in a couple of podcasts and of course I'm talking about this on all of my social media platforms so my personal Aaron T. McGee page on Instagram my Aaron T. McGee page on Facebook and the fatherhood is dope page on Instagram and Facebook and that is the deny dad by challenge which originally started in July um, where me and a group of guys just random guys dads who signed up for 
uh, via social media in the Nike Run Club. We ran 26 miles. And so I was getting a lot of feedback in my DMs and via text messages about, hey, Aaron, let's run that back one more time. So I decided to run it back one more time for the month of July. And it was a it was a bigger success and and bigger is relative to, you know, what the first success was. Right. And it's not like I have hundreds of guys running in it right now, um, but the guys who are running, which is about 20 dads running officially within the Nike app are like really engaged and so that's what i'm after with this whole fatherhood movement it's like authentic engagement i'm not about like buying subscriptions and buying bots and stuff like that and so i really get like pumped up about dads who really engage with the fatherhood is dope movement the platform and so we have about 20 dads who are officially um running in the nike run club app i think it's actually a few more in there but like the 20 dads who are like hardcore, like attacking these miles. So we set another goal of 26 miles for the month of July. And that went really, really, really well. Um, a couple of the dads were like really aggressive, fresh, uh, first, fresh out the gate. And they were like getting 10 miles and 15 miles, like within day three. And originally I was going to take a moderate pace, but I found myself, you know, the competitiveness kind of rises up in you. And I found myself, you know, trying to run and run and run to keep up. Um, but I like that. And that's what it's about. It's about accountability, because what that did for me is it helped me like blow my my goal of 26 miles. I blew that out of the water and I ended up running 50 miles this month. And I think I ran my fastest mile this year within this month. And I also probably ran the longest distance uh, of this year so far within this month as well. And so I do want to uh, say or give a big shout out to the Deny Dad Bod community of fatherhood. It's dope. Um, I just want to celebrate you all, especially the guys, the dads who have committed to the process of finishing the miles, starting what you finished. And I know that it's challenging. You know, first of all, it's hot. Some If you can't get an early morning run in or an evening run, then you're going to be running in the heat, first of all. And then second of all, I know that your schedules are demanding with your children, your jobs, your, your personal life, your social life. So to get those miles in is no easy feat. So I just want to celebrate you publicly and say thank you for engaging in this process. It was just a simple idea. And the goal was to just make sure that dads, particularly those dads who like to run, that we stay engaged, that we stay active in that, you know, we even push and challenge ourselves. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's August now and I'm going to pick the run club back up. I, I, um, um, I'm going to invite you dads if you're listening and you've done the deny dad by challenge them stay on the stay on the alert because I'll add you to the group honestly I'll do it tomorrow I um I got a meeting to go to in Atlanta and I'll probably do it before I hit the road so um, be on the lookout for your invite to the deny dad by particularly if you already are one of my Nike club fr uh, friends on the app I'll go ahead and add you all right so let me just let me get it. I'm 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 acting like I'm on the phone with one of my friends because um, this is how I talk to my people who know me. But well, you know something? No, I take that back. You are my friend if you're listening to this. I want you to get to know me, so I'm letting you in a little bit. Um, I kind of want to wanted to talk about um, talk about July from a couple of perspectives, just from like being a dad this summer. Like 
I said that I was thinking about naming this episode like how to be a dad in the summertime. Well, this summer was really, really unique, especially the month of July. Um, some of you all know if you follow me on Instagram, like I've referred to several times, that I took the month of July off because I needed time to kind of like just decompress, to recalibrate. I, I, I thought I was calling it like a sabbatical because I was removing myself from like all things work related. Um, I had like I recently resigned from my role as executive director of a local nonprofit that I had been running for the past four and a half years, and that uh, the tail spent the tail end of that I should say had gotten kind of stressful for me, and I just wanted to step away. And then I'm transitioning to another sector and trying to figure some things out. But all the while, you know, you, you're, you're making all these transitions and you don't have the chance to really recal recalibrate. And so I, I talked it over with my wife and we was just like, you know something, Aaron, you're going to, when July comes, just take the month off and kind of just get yourself together. And so that's what I've been doing. Just like getting to know me all over again, outside of all of the professionalism and the the to-dos and the running list and all of the coffee. If you know me, you know that I stay at a coffee meeting, right? I don't even drink coffee. I always get tea. But I stay at a coffee meeting, quote unquote. Um, I'm always on the go. I'm always at a luncheon, at a something. And sometimes you just have to put the brakes on all of that. And if you don't decide to take care of yourself, then nobody else is going to do it for you. And, you know, in order for me to be a good husband and a good father um and i and i, I say good loosely because you know i'm not perfect and so <laughs> if my wife was right here we both would give each other the side i like yeah you <laughs> you could be better right but in order for me to even be a decent husband and a decent father like i have to be healthy i have to be in a good space right and the only way for me to do that is to make sure that i'm taking care of myself not just in the physical not just in the spiritual but also in the mental capacity as well. And so that's what I've decided to do. I took off all of July just to relax. I took, I napped a lot through the summer, through through July. I read a lot. I listened to a lot of podcasts, which are my favorite. And I, I before I'm done, if I can remember, I may share with you one of my favorite podcasts that I discovered uh, over this summer. And this guy is really inspiring. So I'll share it with you before I get out of here. But I did all those things. I ate a lot of fruit popsicle, clear, popsicles. Clearly, I ran a lot. I worked out a lot. I didn't think I had much weight to lose, but I've lost like 10 pounds of body fat and gained another uh, like nine to 10 pounds of muscles, which was pretty cool. I've dropped down from a size 36 uh, to a 34, um, which is like, I hadn't been in a 34 since like college, so that's that was real interesting. But you know, I've basically been taking care of myself, and it's nothing like drastic that I've been trying to do. It's just I've had time to pay attention to myself, and that's what I've been doing. But here's the caveat: so although I did get to do all that, let's switch it up on the fatherhood tip. July was supposed to be about me. Little did I realize, because I wasn't really like paying attention to the family calendar, which Teresa and I, we share a family calendar on our phone with all of the activities that we have going on, that the month of July was going to be like literally the busiest month of the year for my wife. And I, I hate to put it like this, but 
<laughs> I was caught in the crossfire of all of that, just straight up. And some of it was my own doing. So she had a four-day trip to Denver that I actually um, I bought her a ticket to go and see Sarah Jake's, T.D. Jake's daughter, at this women's conference in Denver. So she was gone for four days. So guess what? Journey and I. Then she's in grad school. So then she has like this four-day intensive for for grad school, which is all day. So then it's Journey and I. Then she has all these intern hours to get, all of this, all these sessions to go to, et cetera, et cetera. But basically, in all these, she had like three papers in the month of July. And basically, it just boils down to journey and I. And so I'm not putting my wife out there. I mean, she is really committed to what she does. And so she she's she's in grad school she's a student and so a lot of deadlines and you all know how school goes in the summer they basically are cramping six i mean four four and a half months of work within like a month or two month session and so that's where she's been but here i am on the other side of that i was taking the time off for me but god has a way of doing things in his own time and, and what i realized is that I said, God, you really had me take this month. You set me up because you knew if I knew that I would have to do all of this, that I would have I would have just kept working through the month. And and, you know, and we would have been like, okay, we got to figure out some other solution. But God had a different plan. And so here I am off in July thinking, oh, Aaron, this is your time. You'll just get to do everything you want to do by yourself and just, you know, I can read and do my journaling and prayer and meditation and quiet time like I like to have to just regroup and understand where I am. Nope. It's me in journey. And if you all have seen my daughter in action at all, she is nothing but I call her two things. She's a ball of energy and she's like a walking muscle. She's like as strong as an ox and she never stops. Uh, that rhymed. I wasn't even trying to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not that, that corny. Hold up. All right. Yeah, so it's me and Journey all of July. So, y'all, I write about this little part in the blog a little bit. But, y'all, so I'm changing. Uh, I'm doing. Um, no, no, no. I'm doing, like, I'm picking out every outfit for every day. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm detangling hair. Um, I'm picking out headbands. Um picking out shoes, uh, doing all of the potty trips. I'm putting her down for every nap. I'm making every snack. Y'all saw me. I, I posted the video of me and Journey making a salad in, in July. That video got like a thousand views on Facebook, which is kind of cool. But that was just out of necessity. We had to do that because mommy's not home. So how we going to eat? And y'all, I don't really cook. I'm a snacker. So I snack all day. Me and my baby, we snack all day. When we eat for real, that's because mommy's at home, right? But we couldn't even snack because snacks, you know, you can't really get full off snacks. So me and my baby had to make the salads, right? So I'm doing, I'm making all the meals, all the snacks, all the potty breaks, putting her down for for her naps. And if your two-year-old is like my two-year-old, then you know that they are allergic to sleep. They don't like to sleep. Man, it was it's a it's a fight every time to get my baby down for a nap. I mean, she can be dog tired and she gonna be swinging. She ain't she's not going to sleep. That means that she's going to miss out on something, and she doesn't stand for that, right? So I'm putting her down for all of her naps, getting her um putting her down for bedtime, 
And I know it sounds like I'm complaining, and the truth of the matter is, is that I did originally have a posture of complaining. Like, I was really frustrated from it all, essentially. And then um, I had to take a huge step back in one of my quiet moments because I felt like, oh, my goodness, it's just me. I'm doing all this by myself. Therese, she's clearly having so much fun in grad school. I'm sure she's really enjoying writing all of these papers. And and it's just me. I'm doing everything. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like a single parent. I'm a single parent. It's July. I've been, you know, and I'm over here doing all of this stuff here and like, all, you know, all these negative thoughts are coming like, man, this feel like a setup. This was supposed to be my time. And I just feel like God spoke to me and just gave me clarity on the fact that the the fact that this was such a huge blessing that I would get the opportunity to be with my daughter in this type of capacity to literally do all of these things for her. Like I, I was so caught up in the idea that it was supposed to be me, 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 that I was ignoring the honor, the honor, the honor that it was, or that it is to, to be in my daughter's life in this capacity, the honor to make all of her snacks, the honor to make all of her meals, the honor to detangle her, her hair and to grease her scalp and to make sure the back of her neck and her knees and feet stay moisturized, to give her the bath, to help pick out her uh, night clothes, to give her the autonomy to pick out um, a dress that she wants to wear. And like I said in the blog, my baby loves to wear dresses. And like I said, every time we went out, uh, she she always wants to put on a dress. So sometimes, I know if you all saw us out in the month of July, and I try not to post these pictures every day because y'all would probably feel some type of way when you see my baby in her pink dress like three days out the week. But my baby loves that pink dress. And so she wants to wear it. She's going to wear it. And prior to having a daughter, I never understood why parents would let their kids come out of the house in Superman costumes and cowboy this and princess that. But when you have a kid... And you realize, like, first of all, you ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. And second of all, when you see the joy that they get from from being able to make a decision and to follow through with that decision, I mean, it's, it's really empowering. And at the end of the day, so what? It's just a dress. It's just a little pink dress. It's just... It's just a Batman costume. It's just a princess gown, whatever the case is. Like, they picked it out, and they really do feel special. Like, if you see how she glows when she gets to make the decision on wearing her ballerina shoes and her pink dress. Um, and so I got to be there side by side with her to make those type of decisions. Um, to Yes, I had to fight with her to put her down for her nap. But, you know, but on the way down, we got to say her daily affirmation that I say with her. And dads, if you don't have a, a affirmation that you're telling your son or your daughter on a daily basis and teaching them how to say that affirmation for themselves, I encourage you to take a pause right now to write a simple affirmation. Um, you can either create the affirmation yourself or you can get the affirmation from scripture. Scripture has a lot of and those for those who are believers. If you want to go to the Bible. Um, God's word is, is just full of God's word is promises. So the Bible is full of promises. And so I would encourage you to start speaking those promises into your child's life. 
Um, if you're not a believer and you're listening to this, um, you know, there are a lot of other inspirational quotes that that would help to build your child up. And so speak affirmations to your children on a daily basis and teach them how to do that. I do it with my daughter. And so, you know, we do the affirmations before she goes down for her nap. Uh, we say her prayers and then she she's out. And I had to just re I had to rethink about it all. Like, wow, I get the honor to do all of this. And and then in addition to that, I'm really I really get the honor to support my wife in a way that is it's a, in a way that, you know, I may not have had an opportunity like this otherwise to prove that, hey, when you're doing something, when you're when you're being stretched, you have somebody there who you can count on to hold you up to make sure that the ball doesn't drop. Like when she was out at class and and doing the papers and the intensives and in Denver, she wasn't worried about if Journey was being taken care of. She knew, even with the moody attitude sometimes, that I was going to get the job done. And even through attitude, I was doing it in love. And my attitude was coming from a place of selfishness because, you know, I wanted to do things for myself or by myself or just being able to move about how I saw fit. But, you know, you get past the attitude and at the end of the day, you get the job done. So that 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 was kind of my July. Um, just it was me and Journey and we just rolled out a lot. And thank God that the Lion King came out and thank God that Beyonce dropped this album because one, um, it gave me an opportunity to stop listening to my Spotify playlist that I have with her with Moana and Frozen and sing and I mean Motown ABC and I don't know sh- I shake it off and I don't know all those songs that I have on on, on Journey's car playlist that I can deal with but they kind of work my nerves sometimes they work my nerves sometimes now Journey actually like I said she's got into the Lion King album which is I mean the tracks are really they're adult tracks honestly but you know thank god beyonce has done a clean album with no cursing and the majority of it is not a provocative album uh so we get to listen to this for we get to listen to this and we get to enjoy this album together journey loves those beats and things like that so that's been a a good saving grace and abundant opportunity for us over music um so that's that's been pretty fun i feel like i'm rambling so let me just move along hold on take a quick sip all right, it's been long enough. So I kind of just wanted to share a little bit of insight. Um, I think I dropped a few gems in there just on perspective on how to honor your children and not to take things for granted. Um, and that that was the biggest lesson that I gathered from this past July of just being with Journey. And I would just encourage you all to make sure that you put things into proper perspective. Um, dads, I know that it can be frustrating sometimes when when mom schedule and 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 i'm just you know yes i'm married and i know that a lot of dads are doing this on your own and so whether you're married single whatever your status is with your kid i know that it can be stressful at the moments where you feel like you don't have the support but i would encourage you to contextualize things and to um and to see how those moments where sometimes it is just you and your child or your children, 
how those moments really will make the difference long term as you are building you're building bridges you're connecting to them in in an intimate way when they see that it's when they look back and they remember it was you who was standing in the kitchen with them making salad or it was you who was there listening to Beyonce in the car or it was you who helped them or allowed them to pick out the dress like kids remember those things those things are deposited and so just be encouraged all right so as I get out of here I did just want to say hold on I had something oh nope I already covered that um I did just want to just talk about real quick like literally a footnote about building community with other dads um I hope that you use this podcast, this platform as a as a community base, right? You know, you you can engage with me or with other dads in the comment section or on the Instagram or Facebook page. But more so, I hope that this podcast or this conversation serves as a catalyst for dads to engage with other dads like men, build bridges connect with other men who have kids either your age or even older because you can learn a lot from where they've been the season that they're just coming out of and also um dads if you know other guys who who have aspirations or desires to be a father start connecting with that guy and let him into the space to see how you are fathering um especially if you're doing it right and, and right is relative, but you know, if it's a healthy, if it's a healthy perspective, let him in so that he can have the opportunity uh, to see what fatherhood looks like in the modern age, right? Um, just depending on his situation. So I just want to encourage you all to like make sure that you're building communities, setting up more play dates with your guy friends who have kids your age so that they are bonding as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. You know, I. I try to keep this short, but my goal is for you to come back and to listen to another episode uh, next Sunday. Like I said, what I'm trying to do here is I'm doing the Aaron August takeover. Um, and if this episode, if I look at the numbers and I say, ooh, <laughs> the ratings really dropped on this episode, <laughs> I'll go ahead and put out another episode with somebody else who's probably or who could be more interesting. But my goal here was to just let you in a little bit, let you see how how I'm doing, what I'm about. Like I said, if you're following me on Instagram, then you already know half of this stuff. Um, but for those of you all who just listen to the podcast, that's where I am. And as it relates to fatherhood, I try to be an open book. Um, you know, like some things about fatherhood I really enjoy, and there are some things about fatherhood that are really frustrating. And and I'm going to talk about it all. Like if you ask me, I'm probably going to tell you. Um, but you know. And at the end of the day, whether it's good or whether it's not so good and frustrating, you can still get through it. Cool. Guys, I really, really appreciate you. If especially you who have made it this far into the episode, you have been listening to Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, rate the podcast, leave a a review, share this conversation with somebody else, guys. I really, really need your help to continue to build our, our audience, our 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 community of fathers who are doing their part every day. Fatherhood is dope, the podcast. It's been real. Peace.
Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't go anywhere. I just thought about it. I forgot to tell you all about the podcast, my favorite podcast from the summer. Um, I'm going to keep it short because I just ended the episode, but um, I'll talk about it more on my IG page. But right now, um, if you all are looking for like some creative, abstract type of inspiration, I want to encourage you all to check out one of my favorite podcasters. And the name of the podcast is Charlie Rocket. AKA CEO Charlie, AKA Charlie Wisdom. The name of the podcast is Charlie Rocket. Check it out. Um, Charlie has some really interesting stories and perspectives, and he challenges you to think outside of the box. As a point of reference, uh, Charlie used to be Two Chains manager, and he used to be Soldier Boys manager. So check out Charlie Rocket. Um, yes, I'm plugging his podcast because. He has some interesting perspectives and he's kind of helped me think outside of the box from a creative perspective. I'm using perspective a lot, so that means it's time for me to go. All right. I didn't forget about you. Peace.